This is exactly right. Adulting is hard, but it doesn't have to be impossible. If you want to hear more about ways you can actually live your best life, check out How to Be a Better Human. Each week, comedian Chris Duffy sits down with an expert to talk about the realistic and often unexpected ways you can improve your life. This season on How to Be a Better Human, learn how thinking about death can actually make your life happier, why it's never too late to make a change, and more. Find How to Be a Better Human wherever you get your podcasts. What up, y'all? What's up? Welcome, welcome, welcome to adulting. I feel like every time we do this, I grow a little bit, a little taller, a little wiser, a little stronger. Uh, I guess. I think it makes me a little (laughs) older, but go ahead. (laughs) Like rings on a tree. Oh my God. Yes. Rings on my titty. Hey, everyone. Welcome to adulting. I'm Michelle Bito. This is Jordan Carlos. One day he'll be confident enough to just go through the intro. Do it, Jordan. You know what? I am confident enough to do the intro. (laughs) You want to see? You want to see right now? Back up. Back the fuck back up. Not peaking the levels. What's up, y'all? I'm Jordan Carlos. Welcome to Adulting. I love this show so much because I get to do it with one of my besties in the entire world, Michelle Buto. Okay? Michelle Renee Alessandro. <laughs> First her name from the House of Dragons. Apollonia. <laughs> Apollonia. Highsmith II. <laughs> and I get to That's do right. that with her. She's only been up since 6.30 in the morning, everybody, with her kids bouncing up and down on her bed like a goddamn trampoline. Do you Look. sleep in a bouncy castle? Why do these kids do this? My body is a bouncy castle. That's the thing. My body is a tempur mattress and everybody wants to just <laughs> balance some red wine on it. It's hard looking this fun. Like with the, with the titties and the booty, they want to jump on. And then like my little Otis is lifting my titties up. He's like, mama, your booby's so heavy. And I say, yes, he they does, are. So, he does that? Oh my goodness. I call them my TAs, my titty assistants, because they just hold them up. And that's... What love is for. Keep shining. <laughs> Hold one up. Right. Um, that's that's amazing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> like, you know what? I'm really trying. I always say this. I'm really trying to find motherfucking joy uh-huh. in the day to day. Like the dishwasher. Sometimes I have to be like, bitch, you got a dishwasher and you live in New York. You've made it. You made it. But you got to fill it again. And I'm just like, ooh, my feet are dirty. But bitch, you got all 10 toes. You ever seen my left foot? (laughs) That motherfucker was getting shit done with his left foot. He also had 17 brothers and sisters. (laughs) But that didn't deter him from his left foot. Sometimes I watch (laughs) 90 Day Fiance to make myself feel better. And it works. What do you watch to make yourself feel better? What do I watch to make myself feel better? I'm going to tell you right now. I've been watching a lot of stuff that our friends have been making. Namely, I said, I watched The Circle. Did that. Loved it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ooh, Jordan has entered the chat, everyone. I've the chat. I've been watching Ted Lasso because my friend Jamie Lee is the executive producer there. That's really I good. I love Jamie Lee. I love Jamie Ooh. Lee. We got to get her on the show. <laughs> Jamie Lee. I know. I was like, uh-oh, I'm getting tired. I'm slurring words. Here we are. <laughs> Jamie Lee, I've been watching A League of Their Own. Abby Jacobson made that. Uh, but I've also been watching Bust Down because our good buddy Langston Kerman is on that. So 
Yeah. Oh, that's really cool, though, Jordan. I love that you are not only watching your friends' things and supporting them, but also they have been females. Like, you just listed three incredible females. Me, LOL, Jamie, and Abby. And um, I just love that networks all of a sudden have money to give us to do dope-ass shit. Bitch, thank you so much. Yeah. I love, I love shows in New York. I feel like New York is such a specific place. You know, whether you're a rich bitch or whether you're down and dirty, it's a little gully. It's such a colorful fucking place. Truly, like, sometimes I'm stuck in traffic on the FDR, uh, which is a highway here. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the bridges. And I'm just like... They're beautiful. Damn it. This place is so gorgeous. And so nothing irks me fucking more okay. than when people do a show about New York not... In New York. <laughs> Marta Kaufman, we're looking at you. Are you sorry? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not naming names. It's not how I met your mother, LOL. But no, I'm just like, I know right. when it's a set. I know when it's a set. that yeah. you, you, Like, even Sesame Place looks more authentic than most of these TV shows. <laughs> Do you understand? You know, like, Atlanta well, is beautiful. Yeah. Atlanta's Atlanta. Atlanta is not New York. I hate to be this bitch, but... Truly, like Toronto, I love you, honey. Thank you for giving us Drake and what Justin Justin Bieber, Bieber and Deborah Cox. Love you so much, and everybody else from Toronto. Yeah. Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> yeah, I feel. But you. I, I can't. I can't. Did you ever watch Friday Night Lights? Yeah, yeah, I watched Friday Night okay. Lights, but not a lot of it. I have to admit. I'm just saying, you're from Texas. Yes. Does it just irk you when you could tell it's not Texas, or when it's not a Southern accent, specifically from Texas? I, you want authentic. You want to smell it. Yes, yes. There's, there's no yes. substitute. There is no substitute. You're absolutely right. There is no substitute really for New York City. And yeah, I mean, sometimes when things are shot in Texas, like the whole show Dallas was shot. In California, and sometimes they no! would do some things. Yeah, sometimes they would do some things in Dallas, but it was like that's not what Dallas really looks like, and it it was like shot so that it looked like there's oil derricks every place and oil pumps, and that's just not what the city looks like. It's very bland and boring, but it does not look like that. And actually, I wish it looked like that, but it doesn't. You know, so um, yeah, I feel you. There is no substitute for New York. There is no substitute for Brooklyn. I love when you shoot yeah. New York. I love taking up whole yeah. city blocks. I love a good Haddad truck. <laughs> Those are the long trucks, the blue and white trucks that like take up a block. And you're like, that's right. I'm doing tings around here. Big tings. And I love. But I advise you right now. I advise you right now on your show. Do not, whatever you do, Michelle, if you have a bodega in the, in the, in the script, put that in a studio. Do not, do not. This should be a law. Do not shoot in a bodega in New York. Why? I've shot in a bodega in New York. Can I tell you? I shot in a bodega in New York for a movie called Almost Love, directed and written by Mike Doyle, who's an amazing actor and director, and we should have him on the show. Yes. And my body, it felt like I was just in the middle seat of an airplane because <laughs> my titties were hit, just knocking planting chips off the fucking racks and shit. I was like, oh my God. He's like, just walk through the aisle. I was like, I'm trying <laughs> to walk down it. But every time I had to walk and talk, like my body was just like, put, 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 like oh. the Alpo was flying off. Absolutely. I, I mean. But it's authentic. It's authentic. Uh, but you know what else is going on? People use that as their pantry. 
They always come. <laughs> sometimes that's your pantry. Sometimes that's your weed spot. And people like the people of New York City are like, "What? What's going on now?" I've had people full on just fully walk into a scene. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm trying to get yeah. chopped cheese right now. I'm like, my man, um, we're we're shooting yeah. a Pepsi commercial. Could you please? Yeah, but somebody should be telling them not now because the bodega is on every corner. If you guys don't know what a bodega is, um, it's a deli. George, yeah, can you explain? But it's so much more than a, a deli. <laughs> it's so it, okay. You know how you think of yeah. like um, uh, barber shops as like a place where you can go have a kiki. Mm-hmm. That is sort of a bodega shop, but you can stay there for a while, yeah. or you can keep it moving. They might have your favorite sandwich. Mm-hmm. It definitely is not clean, but it's not dirty. It's <laughs> it's uh, it's usually <laughs> like there's no vermin in there because there's the bodega cat, and then of course you can always check out yes. what the headlines are in the New York. Daily News versus what they are in the New York Post. Not buying either. <laughs> not buying either. You're not going to buy either. No, you're not. You ain't going to buy it. Not, not, not even not. for the horoscope. Don't even. Don't you do it. <laughs> the horoscope. Don't you do it. Don't you. You can flip to page six and see what Cindy Adams is talking about, but don't you buy that now. You so, can go to page6.com. You could do that. See? I don't even know why they print that that paper anymore but there it is you know what but this is what i okay so if you guys don't know what page six is page six is um obviously the page six in the post <laughs> and it, it it gives you all the celebrity gossip. dish mm-hmm. right the gossip but it's like before we even had all these other shows about entertainment we only had page six so it was you know the picture that you saw on the beach or the wedding that happened in vegas and so page six is so iconic and monumental they turned it into a TV show right. to give you all the headlines. And what's so crazy, Jordan, that you brought that up is because our guest for this stellar motherfucking episode of Adulting that you do not want to miss and listen to more than one time features, has Bevy Smith, black, beautiful, big titty icon of New York and resident of the motherfucking world. And she was one of the hosts on Page Six. And like, look, she is so much more than Page Six. Sorry, Page Six, I said it. She's all the pages in the book. In fact, she's written a book, Bevelations. Should you read it? Yes. Should you keep it next to your nightstand with Jensen Zeros? You are a badass? Yes, because it is a brown titty Bible. You heard it here first and hopefully not last. So please, everybody, do what you are doing already and in joie, the isms that is Miss Bevy motherfucking Smith. Smith. Did we get any of that? You ain't gonna get better than that, bitch. <laughs> How's everybody doing? What's up, Brooklyn? This looks like a cute young crowd. I know. Make some noise cute. if you're in your 20s. You hear that? That sounds like good ass knees. <laughs> <laughs> They should be the ones standing in the back. You know what I'm saying? Like, the 20-year-old's like, Woo! We got the good seats! Fuck it! Make some noise if you're in your 30s. Holy shit. Bitch, you don't win anything. (laughs) But I love it. She acted like she was in Six Flags. (laughs) That is is a 30-year-old something lady that pays for her own shit. Yeah. That is you a are voice. Out here. That is that voice is set to auto pay right there. You know I love saying? it. Right. That scream. Yeah. I can't tell if she needs an orgasm or just knows how to do it. You know what I mean? Like, it's good. Do you know how to do it? She said, "Oh yeah." Look at that crazy ass look in her eye. I'm here for it. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my. I think I got a peanut allergy. Calm down. <laughs> she said, "Oh yeah." 
Are we going to ask about the 40-year-olds if they're here? <laughs> of course. <laughs> if you in your 40s, make some motherfucking noise. Yes. Okay, mostly our friends. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming, Mom and Dad. What's up? Thank you for coming and making all the plans. You watered the plants. Logistics. You got the kids' babysitters. Get them. You loaded the dishwasher if you oh. have one. Took out the trash. Tomorrow's trash day. Do it. You did it. Keep talking about it. I know. How to do the recyclings. All that kind of stuff. Oh, I can't. My husband does the garbage. I can't. Oh, no? You don't do it? No. It's so okay. hard to, like, hear Jordan talk about garbage and not be like, is everything trash? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> For y'all that don't know, he's on Phoebe Robinson's show, plays her brother, number it's two Everything's trash. Okay. And how was that experience as a working actor in New York City? That's the fucking dream, the goal. I it, mean... It's like winning the lotto. It's like winning the lotto. It feels really good. I'm like, mama, I made it. I'm trying to take it in stride, but it's, it's real fucking great. It's um, real good. What did you go to school for? What did I go to school for? Economics. Uh, so... <laughs> I finally, my parents, I finally have their respect. And, um, Do you? No, but <laughs> I'm getting closer <laughs> all the time, all the time. If we can talk about big tings, though. Oh, uh, I keep one, feeling you're going to talk about my titties. No. <laughs> Landmarks, big, big deals. Oh, okay, this not one my over, titties? <laughs> not, I'm sorry, go ahead. You're making me look at your titties. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm just going to get through this. This one just completed writing eight episodes of her show. She told me she wrote... Thank you, Don. Give it... How does that feel? Um, it feels wild. So, like, just a real quick story, okay? I'll make it quick, especially for the people that came late and are standing. <laughs> I always wanted to be on TV. I didn't know why. I just loved it. I loved uh, Mary Hart and John Tesh. I'm like, I want to wear shoulder pads and red lips. Google, bitch. And just, just like recap what had happened in the news. Not real news, entertainment news. Gossip, but with lashes. And so that's what I wanted. And I went to school in Miami. And I know y'all have heard this before, but I had a professor tell me I was too fat to be on camera. And so I believed him because I was young. And also, I didn't see anyone like me on camera. So I was like, I guess that's how it's going to go. And plus, I was in Miami. Everyone looked like Sofia Vergara. And so I was like, OK. And so I went into production. And I was really tired of making basic people look good. I'm like, say it like this, wear it like this, just do it. And I was like, am I a coach? <laughs> like, what am I doing? And then, and then after a while, it just felt like I was, people expected it. Like, ooh, I'm gonna work with this editor, this field producer, because she's gonna make me look good. Or I'm gonna, we're gonna, my boss would be like, I'm gonna put you with Michelle, because she'll make the dummies look good. And I don't know if you guys have ever fucked someone so attractive, but so dumb. <laughs> I haven't had the pleasure. But, uh, Why did you sound like Obama when you said that? No. I have not had the pleasure of <laughs> celebrating the body of somebody who is so attractive, and yet their IQ score, not so good. <laughs> I'm happy with Michelle. Okay, good. Oh, my God. The but, other Michelle. Go ahead. But, It's weird every time. I know. <laughs> but I love it, and I miss him. Um, 
Who the fuck was I saying? Now you I'm were just talking like, about writing this, the, the oh, season Oh, yeah, I went off on a tangent. Of, this yeah, is what yeah. happens. It's like when you go into the room and you forget what you've gone for. This is my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fucking panic room with titties. Um, but anyways, all this to say... I wasn't walking down the street and someone discovered me. I wasn't at a game on a Jumbotron and someone's like, her. I didn't have a TikTok go viral. It was a real ass, long ass journey of believing that I could. I can write this thing. I can make her look good. Maybe I can make myself look good. 9-11 happened. I'm like, we're all gonna die. We are not promised tomorrow. What the fuck am I waiting for? Why am I waiting for someone else to tell me I could do something when I could just go in a room and make it happen? So all this to say, for a long time, I'm like, I'm not a writer. I'm a performer. (laughs) But I'm writing for other people. (laughs) So what the fuck? You know what I mean? And so I wrote the book. That was crazy. And... When Netflix is like, let's make this a show, it's important. I'm like, it is important. They're like, yeah, bitch. I'm like, we should make it a show. They're like, that's what we just said, bitch. (laughs) And they go, you're really funny. I said, I am, right? They're like, look at all the stuff you've done. I'm like, I've done a lot of stuff. They're like, how long is this going to go on? I said, okay. (laughs) So to finish the eighth episode today and figure out how to tell a story now, in 2022, number one, thank God I age well. <laughs> it's number true, two, it's true. Look, come thank on, God, y'all. I mean, the, <laughs> oh, you Look guys, amazing. you guys, <laughs> you guys, thank God I age well. And thank God, like, we live in a time where we can talk about shit. Yeah. I mean, we always have to push all the boundaries and fight for ourselves and our rights and other people's rights that can't fight for themselves. But if we can make it productive and, and you know, because they're always gonna try to punch down, but we gotta punch up and make it fucking funny. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, we just gotta do it. And that's the good thing about the arts. Like, if you have a, a thought or a thoughty, hey, yo, just kidding. <laughs> Can you just if be you serious? Got in different area codes, can you just be serious about your experience for a no, second? Never. I'm like, if you got the yummy, yummy, yummy. No, I'm just kidding. But like, two point two seconds. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if you have a German of an idea, just fucking yeah. do it. Don't make it perfect. Don't fucking worry about what people are going to say. People are always going to talk shit. People talk shit about Tina Turner, Grace Jones, Janet Jackson, Beyonce. People talk shit about them. You know what they are? Fucking perfect! (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, Holly Berry's getting cheated on. Go out and live your life. (laughs) It don't fucking matter. Bars. <laughs> oh fuck, and that's my big titty TED talk. I am so sorry. So I am so sorry. So but Oh my god. I'm in some kind of way. I'm in some I'm kind so of way. I'm so happy for you. Let me I'm happy for us, Fred. Look at us filming in New York, no drug test. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> living our living our lives, edibles, toddlers, diaper training. Let's get on with that show. Let's do it. Let's do it. I am very excited for our guest. Yes. Because I know she don't like to do things. She is very picky, which I appreciate. I love picky people. You better show me what standards look like. <laughs> I don't know. I'll go to the buffet and put everything on my plate. She's How did she? What's that? I was going to say she's a fashion maven. 
Yes. I mean, icon. And she's here doing our little show adults and give it up for Betty, Betty Smith! Smith, everybody. Doesn't she look amazing? Doing it all in heels. And with a purse. And with a purse. Brought a purse up. Put your purse here. Your Give purse me your up. chair and stand. Yes, ma'am. Wait, oh, what's happening? No, now? no, no, no. Here, no, we should no, all it's, it's No, fine. let's get Jordan another it's chair. Fine. He's These fine. These are subway rules. His jeans are too fine. tight. Okay, His jeans are too look. tight. I'm always in a dress, so my vagina might show. You know what? Do you ever feel like when you do talk shows, you really gotta like concentrate on the knees? Oh my god, it's so awful. It's I will give America a pap smear. It's too much. Oh yes, you always are fearful that like they're gonna see your whole vajayjay, which I don't even. We got a chair. We got a chair for you. It's in the budget. Yes. I don't want it. No, no, no. I'm really no, we gonna, get you a no, chair. No, I want to be on the same level as you guys. Well, now he's gonna be. Do you lower. want the chair? No, don't don't have that chair. I will take the chair. You take, take the, the chair, chair away. I never ask for a chair unless everyone else has a chair. I don't want to be I don't want to be um, described as a diva. <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> Ma'am, you brought your purse on stage. Oh, well, I am that, here. That, that, that means all the credit cards go through, honey. Right, all of them. No, but that was only because my person who was with me just kind of left. Okay. And so I didn't have anyone to give my purse to, so. Yes. I couldn't just, and this is Brooklyn. See, I'm a real New Yorker. Yeah. So I know what the fuck Brooklyn is really about. You people, with your little gentrified Brooklyn, y'all don't really know what it's about. You know what? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really quick. Let's pet talk peeve. About it. Yes. Is Brooklyn in the house? Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I love that. But were you in the house when it was... Okay. Oh, oh, but, oh, but, oh. But, but how many people that, like, hear a Biggie song and like, yeah, Brooklyn. And, oh, where Brooklyn at? Meanwhile, where was they at when Brooklyn was really Brooklyn? Yeah. They were in Oklahoma or something, so that's what I'm going to say. A couple of things there. I love to unpack this because I moved to Brooklyn... 2013 with my white husband. And I'm like, am I part of the problem or solution? Right. It's very confusing as a Caribbean American. One. Two, went to a Kendrick Lamar concert probably 2017. Barclays. What's that? All white. All white. Yeah. It was like lawyers from Long Island yeah. and their kids. Yeah. And I'm like, where are y'all at at the BLM protests? <laughs> right. But you know every word of every song. Yeah. But also like, I'm just trying to figure out if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Gentrification? <laughs> Definitely bad. Well, I, I, well, I, I Jordan, mean, please, I, darling, you look like fucking Dick Cavett down there. Here, have this. <laughs> have it. You know what? Here, let's put the purse yeah, in the we'll, chair. Oh, we'll put the purse, let's put in, the the purse chair. in the chair. The purse. The purse is. I mean, that is. Yeah. That is a moment right there. That is a moment the right there. The purse is a person. Yes. yes. Purse first, like um, Bob the Track Queen yes. says. Um, I moved to Brooklyn in 2001. Yeah. Okay, and I moved so to a, fairly early. An Italian neighborhood, so I gentrified <laughs> that neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> and it is now thoroughly not Italian. Um, they're like, which one? Never gonna tell you. All right. Uh, 
Yeah. I love that you describe yourself as um, a late bloomer, a great bloomer. Well, actually, Chris Rock called me a late bloomer, and I just decided to not take it as an insult, but to embrace it. Yeah. But Chris Rock called me a, a late bloomer. I had never thought of myself as a late bloomer because I had been successful since I was in my 20s, but I was not successful as an entertainment person mm-hmm. until I got into my 40s. So, hence the late bloomer. Did you always have, you know, um, a passion for entertainment? Or did you just fall into it? Were you the funny one at the office? Exactly. That's why yeah. I always tell people, like, the funny one at the office has probably got what it takes to actually make it in the business, but they just don't know it. Mm. So, yeah, I was definitely, um, you know, I, so my dream montage of a bad life for me, not a bad life for other people, but a bad life for me is mm. I am married to an amazing city worker who's a supervisor. Sure. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. I like He makes $125,000 a year. Now, do not exactly. She would. I am an office manager, and I make 150 but I also skim off the side. Okay. Okay. <laughs> from the petty okay. cash. From the okay. petty cash. All right, the petty cash. We have Go a ta- on. Yes. We have a timeshare. Where are you at? We have, uh, in Florida, of course, duh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have a hello. Our timeshare, sir. <laughs> and, um, and, I, and we have a co-op. And we have two children who go to parochial school, which is the middle class, lower middle class version of a private school. Right. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Shout out to everyone in here who went to private school. I did not went to public school. So that I'm never trying to diss. But so that was like my idea, my dream. And in that dream, in that montage, I was the very popular office manager. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because I was funny, everyone wanted to come and tell me their problems, their yeah. stories. Yeah. I always had the best baked goods all laying around Yum. in my office. So moist. Yeah, so moist. Yes. So moist. Yes. The secret ingredients, nutmeg. Go on yes, and listen. Yes, 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 yes. And so that was my life. Um, and I never even thought about being in entertainment until I was like super successful as a fashion, a luxury fashion advertising Executive. All those words. I know, but it's true. Yeah. But what was it like? <laughs> <laughs> Luxury fashion advertising executive. executive. Well, it's actually executress, but I just tried to spare y'all. You better that. put it on it. Yes. Yeah. No, but it was really a great gig. Like in 2005, I was like making $350,000 a year. So what? Like, Man! Bitch, put all the words on it, okay? Yes. So it was, it was a really nice life until it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And then I decided, I don't want this. I want to do something different. I said, I'm going to give the old show business a old twirl. Mm. And I said, I think I got what it takes to razzle, dazzle, um. Yes. And, um, and you do. And well, so far, it seems that I do. I'll say. Can, sorry. <laughs> I was just going to ask, like, what was that kind of point where you were like, your saturation point where you were like, Okay, I'm going to leave all this corporate America behind and I'm going to go and be an artist. Well, it was really basically really very easy. I was burnt out. I was a heinous person. I had 10 assistants in five years. You're not a great person if you have 10 assistants in five years. 10 assistants in five years? Yeah, yeah. That means you're going through the folks. Okay. Like a, a box of Enderman donuts. Ooh. And when you, when you smoke too much weed. I should just get that instead of Dunkin' Donuts. You should. That makes sense. You should, yeah. 
was it uh, you had a certain kind of disposition? What, what was that? Well, you know, in fashion, as everyone who's watched Devil Wears Prada can attest to, mm-hmm. um, being a bitch is a really good business. It's a really great <laughs> skill Interesting. to have if you're in fashion. Yeah. Being a bitch is a is big business. You know, I I have to ask you about working in the fashion industry because you know, now we're writing my show, I'm I'm going to be playing a, um a plus-size stylist by choice. Yeah. Because I want the clothes to look good. Yeah. And I'm tired of settling for your black and cheetah. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? I yeah. mean, no shade if you like that, but I'm just like it's there's no inclusivity whatsoever. No, 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 and no. It's, no. And now, like, I feel like places are just, like, jumping on the bandwagon. Yes. I don't know if they really believe that everybody is beautiful or if they just want money. They just want money. <laughs> That's it. They just want money. But, but we don't really care what their intentions are, really, honestly. We don't have to care. Yeah. The fashion business doesn't like women. Of any shape or size. Come on. They don't like women. Come it, on. And it's, it's, it's a business built on feeding off of your insecurities. Right. Encouraging them so that then you can buy their product that won't work. Yeah. <laughs> that will not make you feel better about yourself for yeah. longer than like an hour. Yeah. And then you go back and you buy something else. And it's just But isn't that America? Yes. Consumerism. But, yes. It's consumerism. So, Yes. So that's, fashion is just a part of capitalism and consumerism. It's just more glamorous and sexy. And it was glamorous. Like, I was on Jordan backstage. I went to Europe six times a year for, like, you know, flying first class, staying in suites at the best hotels. And it was, like, Milan, Paris, Rome, London. It was all the things. It was chic von chic's thing. But <laughs> it was. It was yes, chic it von was. Chic's thing. Yes, it was. And especially for a black girl from Harlem, mm. and you know, whose dad was a copper refinery foreman and whose mom cleaned houses. So, yeah, it was definitely, yeah. wow, moving on up, we finally got a piece of the pie kind of moment. But because of the way I was raised by these amazing people, mm-hmm. I also knew that I was deserving of that. So I didn't grow up in a space where you got to work 10 times harder than the white person to make it. I never heard that. My parents were like, you're great. Do your best. Work really hard. Do what you say you're going to do, and you're going to make it. And that was my formula. Wow. I, didn't, I, never, I, I never tried to outwork nobody. And to this day, I'm the most vacation-taking bitch that you will ever be. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, you better take the vacation. I love Feed it. your soul. No, I'm, I'm insane. As a matter of fact... When you did, I had a, I did a show called Page Six TV, and, and yes, the show page was Page Six. Don't say, say it like that. Sorry, <laughs> I meant Page Six, yeah. like Dunkin' Donuts. Get the fuck out exactly, of here. Exactly, exactly. That's the way you mean it. But um, Michelle actually subbed for me because I was on vacation. I literally on that job, which was a daily TV show. I had, I think, written into my contract twelve weeks vacation, something insane. Okay. Twelve weeks vacation. Yeah, yeah. I what in the European yeah. lifestyle? Exactly. Yes. That's amazing. No, I yes. have a job at SiriusXM. I have a radio show called Bevelations. Yes. Channel 102. Yes. And I literally have, I think, 10 weeks vacation there. 10 Yeah. Weeks. Yeah, I'm not working. I'm trying to get 10 minutes. Are we in Spain? What the hell's happening Are right now? Are we having dinner at 9 p.m.? <laughs> 
But you can negotiate anything in life. You can negotiate, but you probably like to work. Can you just say that again? No, but you probably like to work. And you can negotiate anything in life. You can negotiate anything in life. That's like business or personal relationship. You can negotiate anything in life. Anything in life. But we just have to know that. We have to own that shit. We have to be comfortable in who we are and know that our gifts will make room for us. I know that's so, like, trite. But no, it's really it's actually great. fucking true. Your gifts will make room for you. But you have to know that and go forth and act as though it will. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Wow. And that's what you call a revelation, which is the name of my book, Revelations, Lessons from a Mother, Auntie Bestie. Please go buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Give me an air horn, Tom. Air horn up. I love this. Wait Ooh. a minute. Let's talk vacation. Yes. Yes. Do you have friends that don't know how to vacation well? I have friends who don't believe in vacation. I don't understand what that means. That's weird. That's that like means people are like, I just like, after three days, I'm like restless. and I just need to get back home. I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> that makes no sense to me. So <laughs> I am a solo traveler. I'm a solo world I love traveler. That. Wow. I love to, that. India alone, Africa alone. Mm-hmm. I know this might sound sad to some, but it's really amazing. No. Um, I've been all over the world by myself. I've also traveled with people to exotic places in the yeah. world. But I've definitely been all over the world, probably to six continents by myself. Wow. wow. Yeah, I've never been to Antarctica, so if anyone's out there who wants to take me. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan? I would love to go to well, Antarctica Well, Jordan's got a wife, so I'm looking, you know. We can go to it's cold Sandwich out Island? There, so I'm, I'm looking yeah. for some cushion in the push, some pushing in the cushion. In the cushion, absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that, Wait, are there any single men? Anybody want to? Cool. <laughs> yeah, cool, great. See the Arctic shelf? That's dope. But, like, also, I, a fun rule is taking trips to meet guys, not to bring um, them? Like, why bring sand to the beach? Yeah, I also don't... I, I literally don't ever go on a trip with the mindset of, I'm going to get some cock. Okay. Like, that's not my jam. No, not Stella. Sure. Neither do I. Oh, I'm definitely never going to be Stella getting a groove back. Okay. Like, I, I, I don't lose my groove. Yeah, ever. why are we marrying the vacation dick? That's not... Oh, my God. And bring them back so you can send your house and, and play PlayStation. That's that, the saddest that, and thing And just I've order seen. all the Uber Eats. I don't like that. No. Um, so what do you look for in a good vacation? Is it... Do you like to go travel like and do a bunch of stuff all day? Are you just it's both. sitting it's on a both. beach? No, it it's really depends on where I'm at with it. Now, I told you guys I get a lot of vacations, so I am able to mix it up. Right. So sometimes I'm exploring a really amazing cities. I like UNESCO spaces. Yes. Shout out to UNESCO. All right, UNESCO. I don't know that. Um, I'm big on UNESCO. That's a, that's a um, World Heritage Sites. Yeah. Okay. World Heritage Sites. You can be black and from Harlem and sound like this and know what UNESCO is. Okay. Oh, more um, federal funding in Jersey. I have no clue. Um, so wait a minute. Not to be a Debbie Downer, but I just like to talk about the real real. Traveling by yourself as a beautiful black buxom woman. Yeah. Making eye contact, looking friendly. Sometimes people want to touch your hair in Some every country. Sometimes people think you're a prostitute. That part has yeah. happened to me. Spain, Los Ramblas. I'm just G- like... Geneva for me. Interesting. Yeah. Geneva of all places. In the Woodrow know? Wilson Hotel. Woodrow Wilson! <laughs> I feel like that's where it would happen. But did you know there's a rumor that Woodrow Wilson was black? Someone Google it. What the 
fuck? Yeah. Oh, that, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Woodrow that. Wilson, look. George's yeah. like, uh huh. No, I see that. Because yeah. Woodrow, with the first thing he did when he got to D.C., he was like, there's too many black people walking yeah. around here. He was doing too much, you know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, he's like, doing too much. He invited segregation. In, yeah. And then he was like, he's like, we need to watch Birth of a Nation in the White House. <laughs> yes, you know? exactly. Like, who, who fucking does that except <laughs> yeah. a secretly black person? Go ahead. There All right. you go. There you go. Incognito. Uh-huh. Listen. Yeah. Do you go dancing by yourself? All the time. Interesting. Yeah, no, no, no. You and enjoy it, your own company. You then. really do. I enjoy my own company. Also, too, honestly, guys, life is really short. Mm. Even though I have great genes. My father died at 95. My mother's 94. So I'll probably be around forever in a day. But still, <laughs> especially with all the vacations I'm taking. But still, life is short. And so well, for me, I'm a Scorpio, so I'm hedonistic. And I really do, I take my pleasures seriously. Ooh, that eye contact was serious. (laughs) It was serious. Serious. So let me ask you a question. As a person who is also joyful, I attract a lot of sad people (laughs) who, who want me to help them have fun. Yeah. Fuck, man. Wow. We're doing this right now? <laughs> you're not sad. Thank, well, I mean, you're that, melancholy. Now. Yeah, now. Thank, thank you. Yes. I'm a New York lonely boy, that's all. You you're know. a New York lonely boy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my God, I love that. Yeah, they're fun. What, what show is that from? I don't know. But, like, I, love that. I enjoy <laughs> the river. Boy. It's nice. Just love looking at its depth. Go on. <laughs> How do you... um? Deal with friends who always want to see the glass half full. I don't really have friends like that. Okay. I'm not, I, that's, that okay. doesn't bring me joy. Got it. So I'm also a selfish person. And, yes. and ladies, take that up as a fucking hobby. Learn to be fucking selfish. You heard it here first, bitches. <laughs> bitches. Fuck. No, I like, no, I, I take my pleasures yeah. seriously. Because if I don't, who will? Mm. You, you teach people how to fucking <gasps> treat you. Ready. Yeah, you teach people how to treat you. So you have to, like, show up and show out and let people know, yeah, not so much with your Debbie Downer bullshit. And if you are like that, unless you're a client, a.k.a. someone who's going to pay me, you know, a five-figure check to come and speak somewhere, then I will permit you to be a Debbie Downer. Because it's just one dinner... Three hours. I'm going to get you fucked up. <laughs> We're going to have a great time. And then at the end of it, I'm going to get a fucking upgrade on my check. Please believe. Oh, wow. I'm going to show you how to do this, son. How come we're not taking notes? Write all this down, everybody. Write it down for me. <laughs> Write it down for Jordan, me. Jordan, I have something to tell you. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Can oh you my. imagine? Can you fucking oh, imagine? Okay. The so the, my heart so the audience wrote down some questions about okay, adulting good. and they want us to answer them. You down? Oh, I guess we did just have a lot of conversations about adulting. Ooh, how late is too late to Venmo someone? <laughs> I'm an instant Venmoer. Instant. As soon as it goes down, I'm like in my Venmo situation. Yeah. Damn, yeah. I used to be good at it, but now I owe you money. I know oh, that. I wasn't going to bring it up. And then Don, yeah. is, uh, Don will give me two days, and he's just like, I know you're busy. You get a grace period. 
That's I get regret. Yeah, no. I used to be quick about it, but I say, I say, I say, depends how much it is. Yeah. Like, don't wait three days, but definitely, I mean, for you right now, I'm charging you the market rate. Right, because and, she's uh, got money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fine. No, he, we're good. We're good like yeah. that. He knows I'm good for it. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, Yikes. I gotta, oh, I gotta, oh. Here's uh, a question. Wait. How old is too old to do party drugs? Oh, uh, okay. Now I have this to say about party drugs. Let's talk about it. Oh. Wow. I honestly, I honestly believe in New York City, 40. In Kansas, oh. 28. <laughs> I feel like because Kansas came out voting, they get like a little leeway. Okay. It's true. I mean. On the referendum. Everybody's like, what happened? All right. So, and. <laughs> how do I, I love being smart. Uh, how do I get over, how do I get over my fear of dating? Online dating. How do I get over my fear of online dating? Oh, do it as much as possible. Yeah, and and um, did you find your husband on the online? No, it was just a one night stand. It was old fashioned. Oh good. Yeah. yeah, just getting tipsy and you know just you know I put it in my wedding vows. You remember, mom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone goes, "What's up with wisdom teeth?" <laughs> Hannibal Lecter is in the house, everybody. Um, What's we, up with wisdom teeth? What is remove that? Remove them, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. You know why you have to get rid of them, right? Because they're too big for your mouth. Talk about it. You know. <laughs> I know that. I have my wisdom teeth still because I floss. Oh, I floss every night. Oh, God, um, I thought I knew you. I, no, I, if you have to get them removed because they're bumping up against, like, a, a nerve, like, do that. Get rid of them. What's up with wisdom teeth? Uh, why, why are we asking such weird oh, questions? Oh, sorry. To get back to online dating. Yes, please. I say, fake it till you make it. Do the best version of yourself. Ask people a lot of questions. Don't talk for more than two days. Get right to it to set a coffee. Do a coffee or a drink. Don't do a dinner. Do it during the day. If you're not feeling safe, do it in a neighborhood that you know. Share your location with a friend. If you like them, don't keep it going. Just set another date and see if they show up. You're welcome. Oh. Great advice. This one is for you. What are you working on next? We love you. Oh, that's so sweet. What am I working on next? Well, I'm in season two of Amazon Prime's Harlem. Woo! Yes! We love Tracy Oliver here. We love Tracy Oliver at the age of 55. I'm a young actress ingenue type. Yes. I, I, I feel ingenue in my spirit. But... Look, from the waist down. Right, hello. You know? Ooh, this is um. Ooh, this is a great question. I think everybody on stage should answer this one. What advice would you give your mid twenty year old self? What advice would you give your mid twenty year old self? Yeah. Oh, I love this question. Right. Okay, me, me I'll go. First? Uh, no, I'm like, I'm like, all right. Oh, no, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, um, go. My mid twenty year old self. Yeah, just that you're doing the right thing. Don't doubt yourself so much, and yeah, you're actually deserving of. Of a career, you know? And your wisdom teeth are fine just where they are. (laughs) Yes! Ooh, we never had an air horn for someone's mouth. (laughs) And I Um, would tell myself... Yes, please. Yes, go ahead. Fuck Tupac. (laughs) Air horn! (laughs) That's so weird. That was the same (laughs) advice I was going to give myself. But I stumbled. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. 
fuck Pac. Go ahead and fuck Pac. Give me a minute. I'm feeling vulnerable. <laughs> to unpack that. Um, Ooh, I didn't know it was bad bitch wow. o'clock. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> to live and die in L.A. Oh, my God. It is thick uh... 30, bitches. <laughs> um, uh, Don, go ahead. Um, before I do it, though, Bevy, your video just hit, TED Talk just hit 2 million views. It's worth the watch. It's so good. So good. Thank you. Thank you. That's amazing. Please go watch. Get it up to three. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would tell myself that the world is way bigger than Cincinnati. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was doing a lot of things and living for Cincinnati in my mid-20s, and, you know, it was a good foundation, a good base, but I took the message elsewhere. You know what I mean? Good for you. Cincinnati. Ohio. What's the name of that place? It's got some kind of cute nickname. Oh, Cincy or the Natty? Okay, I don't know. The Queen City. The Queen City. The Queen City. Yes. That's about it. Yeah, I'm I'm expecting more. Yeah, I think everybody from Cincinnati is. Um, No shade. Thank you for being here. Wow. (laughs) Sam, what would your advice to yourself be? I'm going to be honest. Um, I feel like it happens the way it's supposed to. Yeah. So, you know, I was raised to be thoughtful and polite and kind. I still am that person. I've got my temper in check. My husband would say different, but fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I would. I think it just happens the way it's supposed to be. You know? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Sorry, that was really underwhelming. <laughs> no. No one's really thought. It's oh. it's hard to top fucking Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I should have done it. We asked all our guests, what is the most adult thing you want to do for yourself <gasps> this year that you haven't <gasps> yet? Oh, my God. The most adult thing? Yes. <laughs> Stop. What is Fit. Why we got these lights on? What is going on? Did your butt just hit some switches? What's the most adult thing you offer yourself? <laughs> oh my god, the most adult thing? Yes. Oh god. I'm going to um, start <laughs> shopping at Lululemon. <laughs> Yay! Give it up for Bevy Smith, everybody. Bevy Smith, everybody. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my God. You know what? I love Bevy so much. Yeah. I feel like um, when I invite her over, when she finally comes over, it'll be the real champagne in the good glass. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The- She's the friend oh. that's just like, open up the good lotion, bitch. Like, enjoy <laughs> your life. Do you know what I yes. mean? Like, the minute. The minute I left the live show with Bevy, I went to Delta.com to see how much tickets to the uh, Amalfi Coast was. <laughs> on the car I, ride I, back? I'm not doing She looked at me up and down. She's like, yeah, but, but, but you like to work. I'm like, damn, I do. Yeah. But I love to work at having fun too. Mm. And so I want to do that. Like you even see me on vacation. Like yeah. it takes me a little minute to warm up to getting in the water. Mm-hmm. I enjoy when other people are having a good time. And that's just how the women in my family are. But I want to, like, go and do it myself and not worry if everyone's okay. Yes, you want to break free and kind of just enjoy. Yes. I really appreciated how she travels by herself. Yeah. And that's totally okay. I mean, it's not for everybody. 
but it's also okay. That's what that's what I think she really highlighted for me. I was like, oh yes. my gosh, the adventure. She's just so self-possessed and knows who she yeah. is. And like turning that gear at 38 and deciding that what she was doing, albeit she was at the top of her form, top of her game, making that money and successful, was not for her, despite society telling her otherwise. Ugh. She has had nine lives. And I love that one job will not define her. And I think that we get stuck in this. Like even people asking my kids all the time, what do you want to be when you grow up? It's like they're three and a half. Let's get through potty training. Plus they could be more than one thing. What school do you want to send them to, Michelle? Hello, we are still trying to take a poop in a toilet. But I'll tell you what, whether they want to go to school or not, that is up to them. That is a conversation Mm -hmm. that we could have later. You know, doing things because we think we're supposed to do them, you know, to make society happy or to assimilate or whatever is not the move. It is not the bag. It is really finding your own joy, you know, within. And if it's actually going to school, I have cousins that love to get degrees. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how they find joy. And I'm like, do that. That's not me, but I'm not mad at it. What is that for you? You mean... Finding, like, what brings me joy in that way? Yeah. I'd say I do feel like the accomplishment of a project makes me feel that way. Especially if it's something that I came up with myself. Mm -hmm. Finishing, completion makes me happy. Completing a book makes me happy. Completing a series. I'm a completionist. I love that. I'm a completist. I think that's how it's said. Mm. That's what brings me black boy joy, (laughs) as you said. And... Just those little things make me, because I have a lot of like issues with self-worth. So when I do them and I say, I can get through this, Mm -hmm. I'll never maybe treble up to where like Bevy's at, Mm -hmm. where she's like, and then I went to Capri by myself, you know? But it's like just dispelling the voices that I kind of like live in here rent-free and saying, I can be intelligent And have this knowledge without being second place to other people. And like, know what I know. Know my stuff. And if that's imposing on others, then that's their problem. That's my long journey. Look. Look. I love that. I just saw this on um, Ali Wambach's podcast with Mm -hmm. her wife. Everybody has needs, but nobody wants to be needy. But if you need it, you, you take it. You get it. And so thank you guys for podcasting. Everybody who's podcasting out there, everybody who's listening to this who feels like they want to start a podcast, <laughs> why the fuck not? Do you know what I mean? Just like, why the fuck not? There's more than one supermarket. There's going to be more, more than yeah. one podcast. And also um, finding your joy and figuring out what you need. Mm. Man, go ahead and do it. If you haven't done it this year, oh. fucking figure it out. I gotta go take my bra off. Love you guys. Bye. It's time for the edible, Jordan. I'm fucking. I know, right? Bye. Get out of here. This has been an Exactly Right production. Our senior producer is Natalie Rin. Senior managing producer is Hannah Kyle Crichton. This episode was sound designed and engineered by Ryo Bomb. Our guest booker is Patrick Kotner. Our theme song and live show DJing is by DJ Don Will. This Bell House show is produced by Olivia Levine. Photography by Chris Vandermost. Artwork by Jamie Bechtel. Executive produced by Karen Kilgariff, Georgia Harstark, and Danielle Kramer. Follow the show on Instagram at AdultingThePod. Email your questions to adultingquestions at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. 
Follow Adulting with Michelle Buteau and Jordan Carlos on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show and visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase adulting merch.